Peace, love, and light. Welcome to another installment of 30 Talk. I am your host, Him Not Them. Got to give a shout out to the ancestors, the elders, listeners, likers, and subscribers. Can't show the hate, no love. As always, drink your water, eat your greens. We are here, we are live, and we are in full effect. That was the sounds of currency, anything, off his stoned on ocean. Not really sure what year that dropped. Let me check right quick. This was 2016. Definitely, (laughs) when I tell you the great divine speaks in science, that's one of them signs. Excuse me, and we'll get to that throughout the duration of this installment. But nonetheless, greetings and salutations. Hopefully the family is doing good. We're going to hop right into it. Sorry for the delays. With the end of the school year, with life presenting itself, You know, sometimes we can get wrapped up, and that could be for the good. But nonetheless, another school year has been completed, and I feel good. This school year, like any other experience that anyone had, was like another, like any other, excuse me. And having to teach from home, I'm going to miss it. (laughs) I would be lying to say that I would not miss teaching from home. The perks from it, at least. But I feel like I had an opportunity to see my eighth graders off. Um, I taught them in seventh grade last year. And, you know, I had to see their faces, had an opportunity to see their faces one last time. Um, As far as how life presents itself, I think sometimes we have to look at life cycles. And I, as an individual, you know, here at 30 Talk, we're all about solutions. I like to look at what we are presented and how we can use it moving forward. And having these two weeks between the last installments, I usually don't wait this long. But when I had waited this long before, I was in a different state of mind. The first time that I took long in between installments, I was in a depressive state. This was probably like 2018. So for me as an individual to be revisiting something, I don't have to necessarily necessarily relive it. And what I mean by that is life cycles are by, excuse me, life cycles are about repetition. That's why I always try to remind the family it's important to remember what we learned and it's okay to repeat it or be repetitive in nature in the positive aspect. The reason why is because instead of us getting all worked up about what life has presented to us a second time, let's handle it differently. Let's have an opportunity to look at what we, was, what we were presented the first time and use an alternative route because clearly the decisions or choices that we made the first time wasn't what we wanted or didn't pan out how we wanted it to be. 
let's muster up a little energy and courage to do something different. So when I speak about the difference between revisiting and reliving, when we revisit something, we notice what we were doing, where we were at, how we felt, and we take that energy and move forward. When we relive, we try to change things. When we relive past events, people call it traumas, people call it triggers, I call them anchors. When we look, when we put our anchor down in something or in a scenario slash situation and we get wrapped up, we get stagnant, we get stuck. We have to realize that there's a difference between bookmarks and anchors. And when we revisit something or when we revisit that chapter where that bookmark is, all we're doing is reading. <laughs> we're not living. We're not staying. And if we're staying, we're not staying for long, just long enough so we can move forward. And that's the type of energy that I try to have moving forward in my life in order for me to, I don't know, accomplish whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish. With that being said, with the end of my eighth year teaching, I realized that I've grown a lot. <laughs> I realized that, you know, this is the monologue soliloquy. I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I got to get a lot of shit off my chest. But um, with this being my eighth, completing my eighth year teaching, I kind of look back at all the years and, and all of what it took to be here. And it really wasn't a lot. It was just enough. It was what they say. It was what the doctor ordered. And I say that to the family. Sometimes we look at what we came from as hell and high water. But maybe we were just thinking that it was that. Or we treated it as such when it could have required something different. But nonetheless, we survived it. You know? Yeah, it was a battle, but we won the battle. <laughs> we can't forget that winning is the end goal and doing whatever it takes. And I can't say and. With that being said, I hope the family has taken an opportunity to look at what's in front of us for the remainder of 2021. That's what that's what all I've just talked about has led me to. Because I can't get hung up on what I've done. I can only use it as a motivational tool to move forward. And that's what I'm encouraging the family to do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just had to get that off. Hopefully everybody's doing well. Just a quick reset. Um, we're here. 30 talk. Um, life is, life is a funny MF, you know, and it's cool. And I encourage the family to find their own outlets. With the first part of this installment, this is just a reflective period, an opportunity for the family to reflect on whatever it is they need to reflect on. And remember that we can revisit the past. We don't have to relive the past. After this break, we're going to continue our conversation. Yes, family, that was Wiz Khalifa featuring Juicy J, The Plan, off his Only Niggas in First Class album. This came out in 2012. 
As you can tell, I, I am in a reflective state of mind. Every three months, three weeks, three days, I try to allow myself an opportunity to reflect, to see what I can take, analyze it, so I can utilize it moving forward. And that is something that I always will and would like to encourage the family to do. Um, with that being said, how I choose to reflect is I try to get back into my studies. You know, with the school year being over, it gives me an opportunity to get back to, you know, fueling my jet and doing mental maintenance, mental maintenance, physical maintenance, you understand? Um, giving myself an opportunity to get some R&R, some um, rest and relaxation. I feel like we have to allow, our, mm, allow ourselves that. And I think the quarantine has shown that, that with, a time, with time off, it gives us an opportunity to think a little bit. That's why the opposition works so hard to try to keep us scrambled mentally because we have an opportunity to expand. We have an opportunity to explore. We have an opportunity to be the person we are supposed to be and not who we desire to be because of what we are presented. You see what I'm saying? So for me as an individual, when I have, these time, when I have this time off, it gives me an opportunity to see what I can do to build me without allowing outside, I don't know, circumstances and influences to berate to rain on my parade you understand <laughs> and I try to keep that in mind and I want to encourage the family of that with that being said I had to pick up one of the books that I have in my shelf um, the original writings of Hemotep uh, Hemotep is believed to be not believed to be is known to be the first doctor when you talk about the Hippocratic Oath you're essentially talking about Hemotep. He is. Um, he was like the right hand to the pharaoh when it comes to that body and to that doctor stuff. You know, a lot of what a lot of the information that we have today stems from ancient Kemetic science. Stems from the motherland, Egypt, uh, Nubia, Kush. You know, whatever whatever you choose to call it, because it has so many names. But whatever we talk about, the Nile River, uh, Ethiopia. You understand? There's just so many names that we can use. There's, they're essentially talking about one specific place. And this individual was the head doctor of that. So that is something I encourage the family to look into. But nonetheless, his writings remind me of what Christians would call um, Psalms and Proverbs, which is something that I'm very familiar with and I still read to this day because information is information. But when I read Hemotep's writing, it um, reminds me of the book of Psalms and the book of Proverbs. And I'm just going to read a few of the notes that I've taken, the notes that I've taken this time around that I've read it. And it gives me an opportunity to um, see something different. And I would like to share it with the family. As soon as I opened up, the, as soon as I opened up the book, I quote, don't be proud or arrogant with your knowledge. That's basically saying, don't be a smart ass. <laughs> and we all have a, they say the, the tongue is a sword, you understand, and it hurts and it can cut. So we have to be, you know, strategic with our sayings, especially when we're speaking to individuals who we want to comprehend, who who we want to comprehend what we're saying. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's just real. He had it numbered, so I guess this one is number 14. I'm just going to read it as is, and I might be saying man and men a lot. But this also equates to just human beings, men and women. You feel what I'm saying? 
The trusted man is one who does not speak the first things that come to his mind. He who is ruled by his appetite belongs to the enemy. We got to stop thinking with our lower selves. You know, we have to stop allowing people to, you know, grind our gears, as they say. When we have elevated thoughts, it requires elevated actions. You see what I'm saying? And sometimes we like to think of ourselves highly, but we don't want to walk it how we talk it. We just want to talk it because walking requires a lot more effort. And a lot of times people think people think by being the first one to speak, meaning that you're the first one to have understanding. Sometimes sometimes understanding requires thought, not speaking. Oh, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. But then if you ask a person what you said and you have nothing to say back, what did you actually hear? Number 22, if you do praiseworthy deeds, your friends will welcome you in time of need. That's a real thing. As they say, do unto others as they want done unto you or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Not to disrespect the word. But you got to you gotta uh, model the behaviors that you expect in return. It's, it's not only imperative. It's only, I feel as though it's just the smartest thing to do that to practice what you preach. You understand? And if we don't do that, we can't expect anyone to do that for us. Number 25. If you are mighty and powerful, then gain respect through knowledge and through gentleness of speech. Kind words, man. You attract more honey. I'm sorry. You attract more bees with honey than vinegar. If you want people to understand what you're saying, you got to speak to them, not at them. Easy easier said than done. But me as an individual, especially with me having this platform that I've created with the family, it's given me an opportunity to practice my to practice my vernacular <laughs> as I straighten up my imaginary tie. <laughs> it gives me an opportunity to realize that it's not about giving people what you have, it's about giving people what they should have for themselves. And if we can understand that, we will be more receptive to what's being said to us. And if if anything, if anything, we should move forward in what we like to do, and stop trying to do and stop trying to do things in the likeness of others. It just seems like we always find other reasons to do something for other people instead of doing things for ourselves. And I encourage the family to look inside themselves. Something that I'm doing. I told you I'm in a reflective state of mind, so I have an opportunity to see what I'm being presented and how it differs from the last time it was presented to me. Because I could overreact when I shouldn't. I can underwhelm when I should be overwhelmed. You understand? It just depends on what um, what the situation requires instead of just doing what I want to do. And I'm just, you know, I'm just being personable. I, I apologize to the family for not dropping as many as it's not for not dropping as many installments in the month of June as I would like. But like I said, in order for me to have these conversations with you guys, I have to experience life. And this is not no chatty patty platform. We use this to grow and build. And the information that is being disseminated here is going to do just that. One last break and we're going to close out.
on different corners, spitting pitching water. Now I'm richer off the shit I thought of. I'm the home of the richest baller. I'm Richard Porter, mixed with Mr. Porter. This picture, all the jiggy shit I ordered. I went to France and almost got deported. The fans are screaming when I hit the border. I visit Nice like it's my sister's daughter. Vision broad, I thought of all the different kids and all. Pour without a sip of water. Time to get my shit in order. And do something different, getting tired of the same old shit when I ASAP Rocky, Wavy Bone, I forgot about that, at long live, at long last ASAP, 2015, just want to remind the family it's okay, it's okay to cry, it's okay to smile, it's okay to ask for help, we are entering the second half of 2021, like I said I'm in a reflective state of mind. I hope the family can take what we learned, what we've learned in the first six months and apply it to the second half. We have more time in front of us than we do behind us. To close this out, we're going to discuss some information I found from a book called The Power of Now. You can find this on the internet. I'm a Google scholar, <laughs> but I ain't no rookie, so don't push me in my Tupac voice. But <laughs> nonetheless, this information I got in, I think, 2019, and it gave, when I needed this information in particular, it gave me insight on how I could take advantage of what's in front of me. I was living in the past. I was dwelling in my mistakes. And I had to try to find a way to muster up the courage and energy to get out of that. And I went searching for some information, and this is what I found. So just a few of the notes that I have here. Um, to gain better understanding of the being, of the now, we have to understand that where we are physically and where we are mentally can be two different things. When we, have to, when we are in a position to take advantage of the now, we have to remember to align ourselves. We have to be physically aligned as well as, well as mentally aligned. And our mind can be in different spaces, but what we're experiencing in the now can be conflicting and then it confuses us. So we have to align ourselves physically and mentally. So when we move in a direction, we're thinking about the direction that we're moving in and not the thoughts that generate about where we came from. At times, the voices that we hear in our heads are the voices of, uh, excuse me, let me start over. At times, the voices that we hear in our heads is the voice of the conditioned mind. The conditioned mind is a result of our past history and a collective mindset that we have inherited. I feel like when we move forward, we always take a piece of what we came from with us. That's natural. But we do have a choice to decide whether or not what, we, what should stay and what should go. And that's the difficult part for us. It's the decision-making process. In order for us to take advantage of the power of now, we have to strengthen our decision-making process. A lot of the things that we talk about on this platform or in this space um, sounds repetitive, but like I said, life is a cycle. If we can pick up, if we can pick up and pinpoint where we will, how can I say, where we will receive a constant reminder, we will be prepared the next time around instead of waiting for it to be a surprise or it just happened to spring up on us and we wasn't prepared when I often like to think of it as during peace you prepare for war so you don't have to be ready you understand always be prepared 
And if we took advantage of the power of now, we will be prepared for when war time arrives. You get what I'm saying? And lastly, we have to take control of the, in order to take control of the power of now, we have to rise above our thoughts. 80% of our thoughts are usually repetitive or dysfunctional, are either repetitive or, <laughs> I told you when the information get me all riled up, I feel my heart racing. <laughs> so let me read this over. We have to rise above our thoughts. 80% of our thoughts are usually repetitive, dysfunctional, or negative. Anything that seems to be repetitive in our life are one of those three things, repetitive, dysfunctional, or negative. We have to remove those thoughts, or at least isolate ourselves from them in certain situations. And that comes with mental maturity, mental stamina, and just maturity within itself. If we as individuals get succumbed by our thoughts, we have to try to find the tools within ourselves to overcome that. And if it takes 80% of our, if 80% of our thoughts are that, we have to apply 80% of the effort. And then the other 20%, 10% can come from our higher power. And the other 10% can come from people who we are entrusting with these thoughts. You understand? I always speak about we can't do this alone. And I really mean that. We are, we should be a tribe. We should be a village. We should be a family. We should be a community. We don't, we don't have to do this on our own. But we, we often feel as though we have to. And if we take advantage of the power of now, those negative thoughts would be a second or third thought. It wouldn't necessarily be the the four, the thought on our forethoughts or the forethought. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me, because I'm looking for a closeout song. But I feel like if we really take the opportunity to invest in ourselves, we have to really take advantage of the power of now. With this being the last day of June, um, it's really imperative, man. It's really imperative for us to take this opportunity to move forward. 2021 is coming to a close. Something else is, is on the forefront, and we have to be prepared for that. So use this opportunity to really take an opportunity to achieve. Take an opportunity to reflect in order to achieve. I'm your host, Him Not Them. And if you really want to have this conversation with me, you got to talk to me 30. Peace.